It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Carson Ray. Hey, everybody. It is a great day to talk about some X-Wing. And John McDermott. Hello, listeners. And there's been a whole bunch of news that's been dropped by Fantasy Flight recently. We got not one, not two, but three preview articles talking about the upcoming Squadron Packs, which are dropping this month now, just a few weeks away. And we've got a whole slew of new cards that we want to talk about. I guess it is fair to say that it was dropped by Fantasy Flight and not AMG, uh, because that's still where these news articles are coming from. But whatever, it's it's all part of that transition, right? Yeah, we can't blame AMG for these card designs yet, too, because this is all still uh, Fantasy Flight content. I like how last time we talked about an article, Tim was all excited that they were dropping on Mondays, and now there's like no order to it. They're just like, content, <laughs> content, news, news, here you go. So Absolute entropy. Yes. Uh, no, I'm excited, though, to have new cards to talk about. I don't care what day they drop it on. So uh, we're going to cover all these new cards. We're not going to spend an exhaustive amount of time on each card. We're just going to mostly focus on the ones we like the most. It's funny, you know, after just a news drought, now we're like, ah, there's too much news. We can't even <laughs> talk about it all. Right? <laughs> Got to trim it down. Well, here we go. All right, I think uh, it's appropriate. Let's start with uh, the Rebel Pack here. We got a whole bunch of new A-Wing cards, but we have to talk about arguably the greatest Rebel pilot who ever lived, Derek. Uh, Yeah, Derek Kilvin. Everybody um, knows all about that, right? It's Clivian, Carson. You know this. Oh, my gosh. I can't read. (laughs) Why don't they call him? Why don't they call him Hobby? Isn't that what he's known by? Yes. Uh, Yeah, no, I... I have no idea. You know, it's just there's the, no um, consistency with these subtitles. Just move on. Don't get too hung I up mean, on it, Tim. Come on. He has hobby as the subtitle, but he's known it. Like, why can't we do the quotes name anymore? I love that. Uh, no, let's talk about um, let's talk about Wedge here. We we finally have the full deets on Wedge. We knew he was I four, but now we have the pilot ability, which is a real shocker. Yeah, interestingly enough, uh, it's the same ability that he has in his X wing variant. Uh, which is when he performs a primary attack. If the defender's in your forward-facing firing arc, the defender rolls one fewer defense die. Uh, and this is cool. This is actually a case where I think the um, having an identical pilot ability is going to feel really different because the ship chassis are so different. Right. I mean, it's a very powerful ability on that X-Wing, but it's going to be pretty good on the A-Wing. I mean, the A-Wing is going to value that more, not because its attacks are more powerful, but it's just because it's harder to deal damage with an A-Wing. And so reducing that agility means, you know, this A-Wing gets to do some damage, which is pretty exciting for an A-Wing. Yeah, and an I-4 A-Wing is not a shocker for the Rebel Alliance. I do like that you get this powerful ability on a lower initiative ship because um, I I think the design space is more interesting when they have powerful abilities on, like, the middle initiative ships. But also I feel like then the A-Wing doesn't have to be that expensive, right? Because you don't have to pay the I-5 or I-6 tax. Well, and this is supposed to be like young Wedge, right? Because this is like Rebels. Yep. And so same thing, like we saw young Boba have a lower um, initiative. We saw, you know, baby Anakin have that lower initiative. So, of course, we're going to see the same thing there with Wedge. You know, he's going to get up to his legendary status there on the X-Wing, be that initiative six. But 
I think that's pretty cool to have him at initiative four and, you know, be one of those high damage dealing A-wings. That's pretty exciting. I like, too, that this ability now feels more like an interceptor ability because when we were doing our ship breakdown, uh, we talked about how the A-wing fits into that category, yet it still has a lot of support-focused abilities, and we saw that with the Hera A-wing as well. Um, but I like the offensive focus here for a ship that's supposed to zoom around and do some attacks and things like that, and this is going to be especially good against some of those larger ships, you know, your medium and large base ships that are less maneuverable and have lower agility. Um, this A-wing is just going to be able to pluck away at them. That's pretty cool. Well, and we see that kind of more offense-focused abilities in these mid-initiative A-wings, right? Hobby, you know, when you spend a lock um, or acquire a lock, you can remove a red token from yourself. And, and so there, you know, I think you're going to be uh, spending that lock more often to remove that red token unless you're doing some kind of synergy stuff. Uh, but just kind of focusing on that offense. And then Shara Bay, um, you know, has that same ability, um, but, you know, you get to add results, right? Um, and, and boost up that offense. Uh, really cool to have another powerful I-4 A-Wing there. Yeah, that, that one's interesting where um, it's the same ability that we saw in the ARC 170. While you defend or perform a primary attack, you may spend one lock you have on the enemy ship to add a focus result to your dice results. So you can use this on offense or defense. Um, you still need a way to be able to get the, uh, you know, a way to modify the focus result. So either you set up the lock on like a previous turn, so you have a focus this turn, or you're going to be dependent on a coordinate action or maybe Jake Farrell if you're doing a bunch of A-wings. Um, but that ability is really good, being able to use it on defense particularly. Or you've got Dutch throwing out target locks to friendly ships. Get some right, yeah. So you can just there. take the focus with Shara and then get the lock from somewhere else yeah. too. It's cool to. See. I like abilities that go both ways like this, where it's both offensive and defensive. I just think that creates a nice, healthy aspect to the game. Obviously, you don't want too many, or the game becomes boring. But especially on an A wing, right. like this is cool too. Um, they're already super defensible ships with those three agility and the full suite of actions they can take, including that evade action. So it's, uh, yeah, it's nice. Well, and with Shara, right, it's not like you have a whole slew of locks, right? That's one time you get to spend that lock to add that result. And so you want to make it count. And, and whether that is on defense or offense, you know, you have that choice, but it's a big cost, right? And so you have to make sure you're doing it um, when it is most effective. Right, there, there should always be a big cost to like a guaranteed result. And then, of course, following that support ability trend in the A-Wing, we did get the Initiative 5 Ahsoka Tano pilot for the A-Wing um, coming in with an impressive three force charges and her same action-granting ability that we've seen in some of her other pilot variants. Yeah, so uh, when Ahsoka, after you fully execute a maneuver, you may choose a friendly ship at range 1 to 2 and spend 2 force. That ship may perform an action even while stressed. Right, and so that's where I was saying, oh, the lower initiatives, you know, they have the more offensive abilities. And, you know, before with the Rebels, their highest initiative, Jake, right, he had the support ability. And then we saw Hera at I-6, you know, having another um, really powerful support ability. And, of course, Ahsoka, same story there. You know, that similar support ability she has in the Republic, but now we're up at I-5 in a Rebel A-Wing. But what we know from Republic Ahsoka is that that ability is also just great for herself, um, you know, you do the K turn and, and still get to do an action. Like, that's awesome. Ah, uh, but Carson, she can't do it on herself in this version. It's range one to t- range one to two, buddy. And it takes two charges instead of one. 
Are you not at range one? Are you still nope. you know, at range zero? You're not, you're but range it's zero nice yourself. having that extra um, force charge, so you actually have a mod after you use her ability, though. So that part is nice. Um, or you do this two turns in a row, right? So you could spend two, you have one left on Ahsoka, next yep. turn you get one back and you do it again. All right, so I guess we're keeping my mess up in there. We, All right, I'm cool. keeping you, I'm keeping you talking about your mess up too. Yeah, I guess I should just slow down and read. I, like you know, the text looks so similar, right? You just assume, okay, it's the same. Um, we're keeping each other awake here on Radio TCX. Well, then this is just a support ability, and I'm not as <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still cool. Um, I mean, having three force on an A wing, that's a pretty powerful ability in itself and being initiative five, like rebels are going to really appreciate that. Yeah. That's, that's clutch there. I think as impressive as some of these new a wing pilots are, I gotta be honest, I'm a little underwhelmed by the uh, upgrades that were spoiled coming out in this pack. Well, the most, you don't think add a gunner slot is pretty exciting. <laughs> no, I, I think that's that card underwhelms me. So we finally have the um, regular X wing play version of the B six blade wing prototype, which all it does is no fancy cannon. It just adds a gunner slot to your B-Wing, which th- is not even that disappointing to me. This The sad part is that they chose the saddest art for the B-Wing, which is just the B-Wing landed. Like, we got that amazing piece of art for the epic version. It's really cool. I'm just I'm mostly disappointed about that. Um, well, okay, but let's look at Sabine Wren, because that has amazing art. It does, and it has a lot of words to go with it. So uh, Sabine Wren, gunner card, rebel only. After you perform a special attack, you may choose a number of friendly ships at range 0 to 3 of the defender, up to the number of damage cards dealt to the defender during that attack. Each chosen ship may remove one strain or stress token. What a lot of text for like such a simple end result. There had to have been a better way. I, I wonder, I just, the uh, criteria of having to deal damage cards um, hurts a little bit here. I would have liked if it's, like, for each hit or crit result or something. I don't know. Like, there's a way you could do this. Yeah. that This seems hard to pull off in a meaningful way. Is there a ship other than a B-Wing with the title that you put this on? I mean, maybe a Y-Wing, because they have the turrets, I guess, but... I yeah, you need something where you're gonna regularly be using a special attack. It might be better on, I guess, B wing with a cannon or a Y wing with Y wing's probably a better with that multiple arc. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's got a pretty wide range when it happens. There's just so much criteria for it because it has to be a special attack and you have to deal damage cards. Um, so like that even limits what you could do with the turrets. Like an ion turret wouldn't be good with it. Right. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. Still don't not know. super impressed like Carson said though the art's super cool Sabine flying around shooting out flames in her yeah no it's a cool piece of art I hope we can get that as a print at some point um and so at this point we have like a pretty good idea of what's coming in this rebel box how do we feel about it are you feeling hopeful (laughs) rebellions are built on hope right um I I'm excited for the pilots I think all the all the a-wing pilots are at least interesting that we've seen so I mean, I would take this box alone for just Wedge and Ahsoka. I would fly Wedge and Shara and A-Wings if I was a Rebel player. I'm not going to convert yet. They're good, but I'm not uh, I'm not jumping on that train just yet. Yeah, if only there was another box with cool Interceptor ships in it. You mean like the <laughs> Sky Strike Academy box that released some amazing Segway. Interceptor pilots? <laughs> 
yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in that. So let's talk about the Sky Strike Academy box here. Um, we've got four new Interceptor pilots spoiled in this most recent article. Um, a new version of Fel's Wrath, right? Nash Windrider. Coolest pilot. Coolest pilot. I I mean, the art's amazing. Hands down the best. And there's a lot of good art here. Um, this one is probably the coolest. Hey, and I'm best. just going to say it. Cooler than Fel's Wrath. Got him. I mean... A lot, lot of text on this guy's card, but uh, it makes sense. The ability is pretty straightforward. Um, during the engagement phase, after a friendly small ship at range 0 to 3 is destroyed, if that ship has not engaged this phase, you may spend one charge. If you do, that ship engages at the current initiative. So this Initiative 2 pilot has one recurring charge, and I think it's a good complement to any like TIE Swarm list, right? Yeah. Especially if it's going to be inexpensive enough, where you can, you know, you're planning on losing a Tie Fighter in your swarm at some point, so it's cool if they can still shoot. Now this one works on itself, Carson, which is great. That's a it's a real good ability <laughs> for yourself. Um, I mean, you know, when it matters, it's going to be great. I I mean, it is actually kind of a good ability, right? It is if it works on yourself here, because if you can just throw this guy in for a dangerous range one attack, if he's going to die anyway. Like, just go crazy with him. He gets to shoot no matter what. And this ability, you know, we've seen it from Warthog and the Republic. You know, it just makes those low initiative ships a lot more relevant and really opens up, I think, a lot of list building options where, you know, one of those big weaknesses of your low initiative ships is they get destroyed and don't get to shoot back. And having that being taken off the table um, is awesome. All right, so we've talked about Nash. He's got the coolest art. Should we do these in descending order of cool art? Sure. Um, so then that's Commandant Goran. Okay, I just wanted to see what you thought your second favorite oh, was. Oh, descend. Sorry, sorry. You're right. We start with the best art. Yeah. Um, so keep going down. Let's uh, talk about Molt then. Yes, I think that's the next best and art. So yeah, there- it's close with the other one, but yeah. Yeah. We, we've talked about this guy in the Defender also in this pack. I like this ability a lot more on an Interceptor for a couple reasons. So again, I-5 pilot, um, and that ability reads, action, gain one strain to recover one charge. He's got one uh, degenerating charge. And then before you engage, you may spend one charge to perform an action. Now what's nice is that doesn't turn off your ability to do the linked auto thruster action. So you can double reposition when you engage, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. I mean, I-5, that's going to be really valuable. Yeah, so I think this ability is a lot better here. Much better here. Or you can do your modification action, focus or evade, and then reposition if you know you're not going to get shot. So I I like this better here. And the art, again, we've got Volt Scares flying around in his interceptor, kind of being tailed by a turret shot off a Tantive. Or a Corvette. I guess the Tantive is the name of a Corvette. So, No, it's the Tantive. All right, fine. <laughs> it might be. You don't know. Uh, next next coolest art, though. And this one's also pretty cool. This That was close for me. Like I really could have gone either way between Volt and Sienna for cool art there. Um, but we have Sienna Re, the I-6 Interceptor, which has a very interesting ability. Um, look through my eyes, Tim. Look through my eyes. After you perform an attack, if the defender was destroyed, gain one stress token. Second part, after a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 is destroyed, remove one stress token. I love blank abilities. They're so good. <laughs> I mean, it's not blank. It's kind of negative for the most part, yeah. right? Well, and that's where this card is really cool, right? We have, you know, in general, our pilot abilities are good. Those are, like, modifications or some unique ability that we're paying extra points for. 
and, and this one doesn't feel great, right? Um, if we destroy a ship, uh, we get a stress token. Um, that's not a good start for an ability. And, and yes, there is a recovering ability where one of your friendly ships gets destroyed, you get to remove a stress token. Um, and, and the designers talked about this in the article of like, you know, they they wanted to have some negative abilities. Um, and I think that's a really cool um, space that really hasn't been explored that much uh, with X. Right. I mean, there are no aces that exist in this game that have a negative ability. There aren't any. So, And I, I, I'm hoping that uh, ref- is reflected in the point cost for this, right? Because we know uh, Sundrafelidae 6 and Interceptor is fairly expensive for an Interceptor. Um, I would assume Sienna Re is going to be l- quite a bit less expensive or meaningfully less expensive just because of that negative effect. I would put her sub 50. I mean, she's still going to have to pay for that initiative six tax, but sure. you know, maybe like a 48, 48 points seems fair. Uh, but then get a little bit back for that pilot ability. It's a nice little rebate sure. there. Yeah. And I want to see some like crazy gameplay scenarios where like you uh, make a kill shot with Sienna, she gets double stressed, and then one of your TIE fighters defends and you don't modify the defense dice to destroy it and remove a stress token. I just feel like there's some crazy next level plays you could do there. Yeah, and I think the Interceptor is just like a great ship to really explore that um, negative pilot ability on because like the ship chassis is great and it's a chassis that does really value that high initiative, right? We have those double reposition actions built in with that auto thruster ship ability, uh, meaning that we really want to be able to leverage um, the repositioning, moving last, reacting to our opponent with an Interceptor. And so just having that initiative six is a big advantage there. And it's okay to have a little bit of drawback with that. If we can get that high initiative. All right. Lastly, here we have commandant Goran, the sky strike superintendent. This is an initiative. This art's not as good. They're shooting a tie fighter. What's going on (laughs) with with their like stun lasers. Um, The ability here for commandant Goran is after a friendly ship at range zero to three with a lower initiative than yours partially executes a maneuver. It may perform a red focus action. It's not a terrible ability. Another support ability on a mid range interceptor pilot here. Um, ship type not necessarily ship specific interceptor but it is also the interceptor so um what's what's interesting across some of these ship abilities and particularly with this one um we're not going to go a lot into detail about the epic cards that were announced for these packs but some of these abilities and particularly this one um when you know you've got those like squadron formations in epic um feel kind of epic themed in nature and this one i think of the interceptor abilities feels the most that way. It's not a bad ability. Um, and again, it's kind of supports flying with maybe a mini swarm. If you're going to play this in a standard game. I also just kind of like it as a training wheels card. You know, he's just like the superintendent and we're in the Academy and we're just learning how to play the game. And it's rough when our ships bump and, and we still want some actions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, we can just take this dude and he's going to teach us how to play the game. And I think that's great. And it's, it's so basically when the cadets screw up, he just yells focus at them and they get stressed <laughs> by that. That's kind focus! of, a, it's very on th- thematically it's on point, I think. Also got some upgrade cards here. Um, we've got discipline. This is a talent card for the Empire only after another friendly ship at range 0-3 to is destroyed. If that ship is limited or has the disciplined upgrade, you may perform a target lock or barrel roll. So that's cool if you're taking her with other aces. 
and I say her because you could put this on Sienna Ree, and if you're flying other Initiative 6 aces, that's not terrible. They're limited, so you don't have to put this card on them. So, yeah, you know, target lock or barrel roll action, why not? Yeah, and I mean, that you know, if that happens mid-combat, too, that's really interesting because it could change up your shot, it could arc dodge for you, all kinds of stuff, or just set up a really powerful shot. Imagine triggering Vader's ability off of that. Seems fun. Spicy. Um, well, that brings us to, you know, there was another ship that um, we didn't quite get the official card for, but we got to see it in um, the spread that we probably should talk about, huh? No, but we already talked about Commandant Koran Carson. Oh, Curb your enthusiasm, my dude. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, we got the big defender, right? We got Darth Vader with all of his force. Um, That's crazy. Probably probably the craziest X-Wing pilot card we've ever seen. And, you know, we also have to talk about a negative pilot ability. Uh you can't spend your force except when you're attacking. Um, like, well, that's a huge um, negative pilot ability to a three force um, ship. That can double mod almost every turn and it'll <laughs> never blank out when it attacks you. Yeah, super bad. Uh, right. We didn't really care that much about TIE Defender's pilot abilities. They just had focus evade and, and could do whatever maneuver they wanted. Um and now we have an initiative six one that also gets some force that they can only spend on offense. Cool. I'm in. I mean, as if having a focus and an evade is not going to be enough for defense when you've already got your offense set for you. Right. And he does also give you um, a little boost to your offense with that force. If you can spend one to change a blank result to a hit. Um, and if you've played any Ray, you know, that's a really good ability. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> I was Carson and I were talking before we started recording. I think what would be an interesting stipulation with this card is if you couldn't actually take other limited pilots if you had this in your squad. So, like, you would be forced to take generics or if there was, like, a maximum or minimum ship count. Like, that obviously gets kind of complicated design space-wise because now you're kind of cherry-picking specific rules to apply to specific cards, but... Like, if you could take Vader and a Defender and only take generic TIE Fighters or generic Interceptors, I think that'd be kind of thematic and cool, and it would make sense. I mean, there has to be some constraint, right? I'm assuming he's going to be crazy expensive, because, I mean, you can't have a... (laughs) You're probably not going to have too many other ships if you're (laughs) able to afford Vader. Well, okay, and so um, right now, Launch Bay next has him at 200 points. Seems good. Um, How off do you think that is? (laughs) Not much... (laughs) <laughs> I I think it's playable at two hundred. Honestly, I it's, mean he's it's good not at playable at right? two hundred because you have to have two <laughs> ships. If oh, he darn. was one hundred and forty six, and I can fit in soon <laughs> with no upgrades, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the highest. Um, like if he was more than that, I don't think I'd play him. <laughs> I don't put him above one twenty. He's, I mean, he has to be up there, right? Like, especially looking at where like other Vader is in just the Tide Advance, which is not a super great chassis, but sixty six just for that version. Different ability though, very different. Yeah, people ability, spend though. like how much is Afterburners right now? Eight points. Like eight points on a small base. Yeah, people spend like eight points right now to give that Vader two boost actions. <laughs> That's fair. This guy gets it for free. He gets yep. every action for free and force. Also put afterburners on him. Now, it is important to note you 
don't get um, the TIE Advanced Vader's ability of being able to spend your force for all the actions you want. Because you get them for uh, but free. But you do always get that free evade if you do a three speed or higher move. So, you know, there is some trade-off. There's probably a reason to take both Vader's, but this is really exciting. So you don't even bother um, with upgrades on this guy, right? Like maybe fire control system. And he doesn't even I need don't know. it. This ship has the advanced sensor slot. Nope. <laughs> That's crazy. Nope. I mean, you don't necessarily need advanced sensors, but man. See, here's the thing. We've talked about this. I feel like this might make advanced sensors too expensive on all other ships. We've talked about this before, right? Like the Defender is the ship where you always know what it's doing, but you can't do anything to stop it. Like, why do you need advanced sensors then at that point? That's fair. For the actually. one time that they do stop it, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "No, I'm no, I'm actually just gonna boost past you and then K turn." Like, <laughs> I mean, advanced sensors just gives you more options that they can't do anything about, right? Like, there's that part of it too. Preemptively repositioning before your maneuver, and you can be lazy and just dial in the K turn and figure it out afterwards. Yes. That's true too. That's true. Don't don't <laughs> underestimate my ability to be lazy. But Carson, what are you I'll gonna do? You need attack mods. Oh wait, never mind. Sorry. No, no you don't. Oh, wait. <laughs> We got force for that. Right. Um, now, I will say this doesn't have any regen abilities, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to win with what? it. What? No regen? <laughs> I'm out. I like my 100 plus point three force I six ships to have some oh, regen. Oh, wait. With you them. mean I've always been an Imperial player with no regen? Okay. Crutch. All right, lastly, let's look at some new scum and villainy pilots here. I want to focus first a lot on the two new generic uh, Y-Wing cards, the Janata Security Officer and the Amaxine Warrior at Initiative 2 and 3, respectively. Neither of which feature the black Y-Wing in their art. (laughs) (laughs) Which seems like an odd choice. Do you think that was like a late-game pick where they decided they weren't going to paint it that way? I mean, it's much easier to like repaint a ship than commission new art, probably, right? Probably, that's fair. They were already sitting on this. I like the dark um, paint scheme. I do, too. I think it's, it's cool. sneaky. Um, yeah, not much to say about the generics. Yeah, these but... ones look more like rebels in the the art for the Y-Wings. Um, we do have Lee Makai, who has actually a pretty cool ability. Uh, before you engage, if you're not in the enemy's um, forward firing arc, or not in any enemy's forward firing arc, you can get a lock on an enemy ship in your um, 180 front arc. Yeah. Did I say that right? That's about right. Um, The front half of your (laughs) ship, Um, which is cool. I mean, getting free locks is great. I'm not sure on a Y wing, how often you're not going to be in any enemy ships forward arc and still be in lock range. Well, yeah, these these ships aren't known for being super nimble. So even the Initiative 5 is a little um, less valuable here just because you're not going to be a crazy arc dodgy ship. That being said, I mean, if this thing, if they uh, make it more inexpensive, like if you don't have to pay that much for the 5 because it's not doing as much for you, um, this ability would always, I feel like, pay off at surprising times. Right. I think maybe later in the game. Um, fewer ships on the table. When focus is being shifted elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um Lima might have an opportunity to get some pretty cool attacks in. Here's another example of an ability that I feel like has more application in epic play. Um, yes, there might be more small base ships on the board, but like this is a almost surefire way to get a target lock on like a huge ship and then be able to unload a torpedo on it, which is pretty sure. good. Um, 
I mean, and when it triggers, that's crazy powerful, right? Right. Like being able to get the lock before you shoot. That's awesome. Also sets up some fun gameplay opportunities, like where you're really you're really set on like if one other ship has Lima in arc, you have to kill that ship with your other ships first, so then Lima can get the uh, target lock. Yep. Or like some tractor shenanigans to throw them away so they don't have arc on Lima. We also got the initiative four, also in the Y wing, uh, Har- Arlie's Hedrassian, um, who has an interesting ability. While you perform a primary forward-facing arc attack, if you are damaged, you may change one of your focus results to a critical result. Pretty good. And then we have another part of that ability, which reads, while you defend, if you are damaged, you must change one of your focus results to a blank result. Now, with this one, it doesn't have to necessarily be a primary attack. It's just any forward um, arc attack. Yes, did I say primary? That's my mistake. Yeah, you said primary. I just can't but read. yeah, no, it could be... Any forward arc, so that could be your secondary. Uh, apparently, too. none of us can, which is <laughs> fine. That's why we just talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so here, I mean, it's kind of a cool concept of, okay, while we're damaged, our offense goes up and our defense goes down. Um, we were kind of talking about- But does it really that, go down? <laughs> um, maybe, like, right now, how rules are interacting, like, um, the word must doesn't have too much application there. Right, because this falls into the same timing window where you'd be modifying results anyway. So if you have uh, a way to modify a focus result, like with a focus token, you could change that result before you'd have to change this. As rules as written, right? Right, it's pretty clear like what they're going for. It's just like that doesn't quite work. And, and so there's probably going to be some FAQ to update that, I'd assume. Yeah, just change the rules so must abilities happen first. Because the only other ability right now we have that exists in this specific window would be Malaris over in the First Order, right? In that shuttle with her yeah. reroll ability. Would it have um, Would it have fixed it to say, like, after rolling defense dice? I before, feel like there's a way you could... After you roll, but before you modify... Yeah, there's a way you could fit that on there. Sure. But, and there's a little more room on this card. I think there, I think there yeah, is a way they could have like, done that introducing more timing windows yeah timing you're windows. right i take that right, back. that's don't do that it's not great um we just need to like have must be a precedent like it should be your first modification or something sure. um also in scum making rules complicated um circle tokens right uh we got gamut key yes in the hawk at initiative three um, where at the start of the end phase, you can spend two of your recurring charges to choose yourself or any ship in your mobile arc with one or more <laughs> circular tokens. Um, and, and during that end phase, circular tokens are not removed from that ship. This is great news for me because I just use uh, spare change to mark all my tokens in X-Wing, and those are already circular. So I think I should be set here. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and coming up, we'll be producing just a bunch of circular radio TCX <laughs> tokens. Everything's circular. Don't worry. Encourage your opponent to use them, too. Just start making circular charge tokens so that he can just not remove his own charge tokens and create an infinite loop. Well, what's cool about this is it is a support or um, control ability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Scumhawks have generally been just controlling whereas the rebel ones have been just supporting and here gamut gets to do both um where if it's your ships you know there's some good um like focus or evade tokens those are good circles to hold on to um but then we also have like tractor and jam those are um not so great circles for 
um, your opponent to hold on so to. So the power move with this guy is to run him with Paylob. Paylob has the Moldy Kroll title and just stocks up on focus tokens and then steals people's evades tokens, and then this guy just lets him keep them. And he just has tokens forever. Perfect. Uh, no, I, guys, I've got the real power play here. All right, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Scissors, and you just cut off the corners of <laughs> people's cardboard tokens. No, no, and make no. Them circular. So, okay, you're playing epic as we often do. You've got the bounty hunter uh, command card hooked up here, so you've paired up Gamut Key with your new Darth Vader and a Tie Defender. So your Darth Vader has focus and evade token. You Gamut Key. So next turn he gets another focus and evade token. So you've got Vader up there with three force, two evades, and two focuses. I'm out. I'm checking out. <laughs> I'm done. I'll let I. Listeners, please, if you can ever make that happen in a game of X-Wing, please take a photo and send that to me. I want to see that on the table. I'm going to a Armada full-time where all the tokens have weird shapes. Perfect. I just want, like, a really sharp, like, cookie-cutter punch to just modify all the tokens. Sure. It's that's cool. That's how the rules work, right? That's right. You'll need a laser though to get through the. Account. I don't know. I haven't played an official X-wing event in a long time. <laughs> I don't know how womp, the rules womp. work anymore. It's been like one year. All right. Um. So now that we've seen all these new cards coming in the squadron packs, has this changed which pack you guys are most excited for? I might need a Rebel One, Tim. It okay, I do have cool. some kind of um, I don't know, beef or angst uh, just about the scum pack. Like. Just looking at the initiative on the Rebels and the Empire stuff, it's like, man, like Scum gets one I-5 Y-Wing, and that's like the highest. Um, whereas like both those boxes have multiple uh, initiative six pilots for the Rebels. But think about how Empire. good all the other mid-initiative like Hawks are. You don't need to be higher they're than a great. three. They're they just great. do so I well. It's also they're not going to use the initiative as well, no. right? Because they have a red nimble. boost, Tim. Don't <laughs> tell me they can't use it. <laughs> that I've... Y-Wing has a red barrel roll. It wants to dodge some arcs. <laughs> Expert That's handling fair. and uh, R4 astromech. You're untouchable. Um, it's not true. That's a lot of points, too. I, I think Vader's really... Um, busted convinced me that i've always been an imperial player (laughs) (laughs) and i'm very excited for this imperial pack um before i was pretty hyped for the scum i mean i was excited for all of them but um i think i mean wow darth vader and defender like that's that's awesome i'm uh i'm riding the bandwagon past you jump on soon tier 2.0 sienna you know, getting to have two scene tiers in a list, that seems pretty great. Yeah. I No, I'm very excited for Skies. I mean, they all look pretty cool. The Scum one, these new cards don't um, get me too excited for that pack. But the Imperial stuff is really blowing me away. So I'm very excited for that expansion. Um, The other thing about all these kits, like, it also does make me more excited to play Epic. Um, yes. You know, having more of those um, just Epic upgrades, like, and just kind of cool ways to build your squads within Epic. Like that's really cool. I mean, getting to throw, you know, either a bounty hunter or uh, like a scoundrel in there. Uh, that's awesome. Um, adding, adding a scum ship to your rebel or imperialist. Like that's really cool. Or getting Phoenix squadron in there. Like that's awesome. 2.0 Epic is also just really fun. Like they took a lot of the negative aspects of 1.0 Epic and just, threw them in the garbage and made second edition epic really fun um if you guys haven't played epic yet i strongly recommend picking up the epic conversion kit and giving it a shot because 
even if you don't have huge ships, like just the like squadron tools um, and some of the other cards that they've released so far make the game very interesting. And I'm interested to see how all of these new epic upgrades and even some of these pilot abilities work uh, in those different formats. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like the show, please go into Facebook.com and like our Facebook page. We're getting close to 1,000 likes there, so help us reach that number if you haven't already liked the page. Please consider going on iTunes and leaving the show a five-star review, saying what you liked and why you think other people should listen. And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to Patreon.com slash Radio TCX and becoming a supporter of the show today. It really means so much to us, and thank you to everyone who's already supported the show. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week.